Blue Shirts fans, welcome to the worst New York Rangers podcast, the podcast about the NHL's least favorite team, the New York Rangers. about a week since the last episode um just kind of letting the dust settle absorbing the fact that we're no longer in the playoffs you know i think we're pretty much all over it at this point it is what it is we'll get them next year but speaking of next year um i think it's really important to kind of set this now with a new coach coming in we have to really have to establish our lines i i think that a lot of things are going to change but hopefully they change in the way that i'm about to explain right now so i think that if there's anything to take away from this season it's that you can add any star player and have a crazy lineup as as you want, and it doesn't mean you're going to win. It doesn't mean you're going to go far. You know, it has to be a team mentality. It has to be good coaching. It has to be you know everything falling into place and and wanting to make a deep run. But it if we couldn't make it, if we couldn't do something with this literal like fantasy hockey draft lineup that we had right now, I don't think that acquiring new players is what we're going to need to do. Now there are some guys that I don't want to lose. You know, that I don't want to lose Tarasenko, I don't want to lose Mikola, but I think that we have the pieces that we need. And some of the other players like Keandre Miller and, you know, everybody else's contracts kind of coming up in the next two years. I mean, Igor, I think, has two seasons before we have to give him a raise. So I don't think we need to acquire new pieces. I think that we need to move some people up from Hartford and get some of the guys that we've seen with us before and then just instill some responsibility with them and make them what we need them to be, honestly. And I'll kind of, I'm going to go through each of the four lines and our goalie situations and, and, and I'll kind of just break down what I think we should do and what we should do and move forward with those lines. Now, obviously we'll start with the backbone of our team. Let's talk about the goalie situation. Obviously Igor will be our starter next year and we'll have him for as long as he'll stay in New York until we piss him off and hopefully he doesn't leave. So we got an Igor situation as our starting goalie and for backup, I don't know if Halak's going to want to come back. I don't know if the organization's going to want Halak to come back. I don't think he did a bad job. I just think that right now the Rangers need to cut the fat on any piece that they can. And I think, unfortunately, Halak's probably going to get the boot this year. Or, you know, he's not going to get a re-sign or an offer. And it kind of is what it is. We have two guys in Hartford that we would like to see come up. So we have Dylan Garand, who's a young 20-year-old goalie. And also we have Louis Domingue. So I think, personally, next year's starting lineup, opening night, will be Igor Shosturkin, backed up by Louis Domingue. Garant will come up eventually one year, but he's only 20. Give him the time to develop. Honestly, you don't really want him sitting on the bench because you're going to play Igor most of the time anyway. Louis Domingue is a great backup goalie. He doesn't need to be played all the time for him to be, to be a good player and to play well. So I think that next year's opening night goalie situation will be Igor Shosturkin and Louis Domingue. As far as our defensive pairings, I think we still have something with Ryan Lingrid and Adam Fox, and then also Keandre Miller and Jacob Truba. And for our third pairings, I think it should be Braden Schneider and Harper, Ben Harper. He is a ranger in my opinion. I like his tenacity. I like his fight. I like his bite. I think he's a rough and tough guy. I think he can kind of be the pseudo enforcer for the Rangers because he's just such a big fucker. Um... Yeah, I think that those should be our three pairings for defense. Uh, Ryan Lindgren and Fox, and then we'll have Keandre Miller and Truba, and then Ben Harper and Braden Schneider as our defensive threes lines. Moving to our first line, I think that... Here's the thing. I would like the kids' line to stay together. I would like for them to finish developing and become something pretty crazy. 
But with a new coach coming in, I don't think necessarily he's going to want to run the same old lines that didn't work for us. You know, just to be honest, it didn't work for us. I still think that there's something magic about Mika and Kreider. I feel like they have a lot more upside and they can still, you know, be be a really deadly line because they are when they're on, they're on. So I think I don't think you should break up Mika and Kreider. Um, but I will say that you should probably break up the kids, at least for now. Maybe we can revisit it halfway through the season. But I think our first line pairing should go Chris Kreider, Mika Zibanejad, and honestly, Capo Caco. The reason why I say that is the way Capo moves the puck a lot, it reminds me a lot of Artemi Panarin. He moves the puck, he controls the puck, and if he can get the puck into the zone and he can control it and get it to Mika or get it to Kreider, I think that they could probably score a lot more as a unit and, you know, put anybody with Mika's Zibanejad and I'm sure they're going to shine, at least in the regular season. So line one will be Chris Kreider, Mika Zibanejad, and Capo Caco. Uh, line two, I think, should be an Artemi Panarin, a Vincent Trocek, and a Filipino. I think that is our next line of defense. We have Vinny Trocek for a locked-in long deal, so I think that he still has some upside to him. I I like his game a lot more now, but I think anyone playing with Artemi Panarin will do well. But I need that power to be scored on line two. I think that Filipino has that star power to score, and I think that that combination of the three of them would work really well. So we're going to say Artemi Panarin, Vincent Trocek, and Filipito will be the second line for the New York Rangers next year. Now, line three. Line three is a little tricky. I like the fourth line that we have with Jimmy Vesey, Barkley Goudreau, and Tyler Mott. But I do think since we're losing some of these star players, we can't keep them together anymore. And I also don't think that the lines are going to stay the same and they're going to have that, you know, the same lines as last year. So as much as I love the fourth line that we had, I do think that we should keep Tyler Mott. And if we keep Tyler Mott, I think we should move Tyler Mott and Jimmy Vesey up to the third line and put him with Lafreniere. If Lafreniere is here next year, I think that the defensive play of Tyler Mott and the synergy that Jimmy Vesey and Lafreniere could have together for scoring would be a really strong third line. I don't think that the Rangers are necessarily going to let Lafreniere go, but you never know they might. So I think that the third line should be Tyler Mott, Jimmy Vesey, and Alexi Lafreniere. As for the fourth line, the only thing that's set in stone for me, honestly, would be Barclay Goudreau. And not because I think Barclay Goudreau is only good enough to be on the fourth line, but because I think he's veteran enough and been around long enough to front a fourth line and help control that line that we can trust Barclay Goudreau to lead the fourth line. I saw something that said Barclay Goudreau could be a casualty to the cap space over the offseason this summer and that he might be going. I think that's a fucking huge mistake. I think that, you know, Barclay Goudreau acts as like, you know, a mini captain on these smaller lines or these fourth lines and third lines and stuff because he has the experience and he's confident. And, you know, Barclay Goudreau is one that will fight all the time. I think that's really respected in the Rangers and across the league. Someone that's willing to fight, actually throw hands and, you know, get a little rough and tough. I think Barclay Goudreau has a good attitude. He's always smiling. Even when he's in a fight, he's always got like a great attitude. I think he'd be a good mini captain for the line four. And for the other two spots, um, we had Will Cooley. He came up this year, or last year, rather, and he he did he did fairly well. We have the Bobby Trevino who could make it. We have Brennan Authorman. I think that the point is it doesn't matter who's on the fourth line. I think as long as it's led by Barclay Goudreau and we bring up two pieces from Hartford instead of trying to acquire any other pieces, I think that's what needs to happen this next year. We have a lot of talented guys in the Hartford Wolfpack, 
And I think that we can make things happen without having to spend a lot of money because we don't have a lot of money to spend. So I guess, you know, that kind of means that Mikola and Tarasenko and Kane, you know, they're, they're going to be out the door, but I think we're going to be okay without them. I really would love for Tarasenko to come back, but he had an exit interview at the end of this season when we lost against the Devils and basically said he's looking for a place that's going to give him a multi-year deal and lock in and settle his family for a while. And I, I totally respect that. You know, wherever he goes, he's going to be a great player. I think he was a great Ranger, and I wish he could stay, but I just think the cap space casualty is going to make him not able to come back to New York next year, and that's okay. But, you know, we got to keep moving on, and we got to keep doing this thing because we're a club, we're an organization with or without him. So I think that Berkeley Goudreau leads the fourth line, and we pull up any two hungry guys from Hartford to fill out the rest of this team. As far as special teams, uh, power play, we'll start with the power play. Power play one, I think, should be a Chris Kreider, Artemi Panarin, Mika Zibanejad, and let's say Vincent Trocek. Um, that could be our four forwards, and then the defense would be Adam Fox. We like to run four forwards on our power plays and one defenseman. I think that works pretty well for us. I think we just need to vibe it out. But putting Chris, Mika, Artemi, and Vincent on the same line, I think that synergy is there. I think that has the power to score. You know, we have our, our forwards running around, Chris in front of the net, and then Adam Fox's defense. I think that works as a good power play one. As far as power play two, I think we should get the kids together. Let's get the kids back together, do Alexi Lafreniere, let's do Heedle, let's do Capo Caco, and, you know, let's throw a, I don't know, maybe like a, a Barclay Goudreau on there. Like I said, he's, he's a pivotal piece to our team. I think that we need to have him there. Um, I think it would work out well for him to be on uh, the power play unit. I think that he could, he could definitely help with that. And then, obviously, defensively on that one would be Jacob Truba. He's our captain, and he's always on uh, power play, too. So I think that would be two really good power play lines, honestly. As for the penalty kill, I think the PK is exactly where it needs to be. I don't think we need to make any changes at all. I think that the penalty kill unit one will be Mika's advantage Chris Kreider, and defense will be Ryan Lingren and Adam Fox. I think that that doesn't need to be touched at all. As for the second PK unit, I think Barclay Goudreau, Jimmy Vesey, Keandre Miller, and Jacob Truba. That's that's where it needs to be. I think it's pretty good. I think that it'll only get better as the season goes on next year if we decide to run those two PK lines. I think that that's great. I don't think that anything should be changed about that, and I think that that is exactly what we need next year. And, of course, all these lines, the special teams, all this stuff is just speculation. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen, obviously. I just think that this, with the pieces that we have and what, what I have to go off right now, I think that those would be the best lines and the best special teams, the best power play, best penalty kill. I think that's what we have. I think that's what we should use. And I think that if the Rangers were to double down on what we have instead of trying to you know, acquire more pieces, then we would be in a lot better place. I know that we are kind of going through a rebuild you know, the last couple of years, and we finally got here now. And I think that Chris Drury, the GM for the Rangers, is just in the same mindset of like we need to acquire more pieces because we're still rebuilding. We're not rebuilding anymore. We have the core. This is the team that's going to take us there or not. And I think that we need to double down on that and just give give the guys we need the resources to go that far. So I don't think we need to acquire anything else. Let's stick with what we got, develop these lines, and hopefully next year we have a really deep run and we can kind of make up for this lackluster performance in the playoffs. And yeah, that's really all I have for today. I kind of hope that these lines work out that way. I kind of hope that we kind of move this way, but you never know. Off season is coming. For, it's already here for us, actually. But 
the summer offloading is coming and we're going to see where everybody moves and what happens with everybody. And, you know, hopefully we can just grab some pieces from Hartford and make our team strong and make a super deep run. Um, speaking of Hartford, right now they're in the Calder Cup, which is their version of the Stanley Cup in the AHL. So they are in game three against the Hershey Bears. This is the elimination game for them. So it's weird in the AHL, they do like two rounds of best of three and then a couple rounds of best of five. And then they move into, you know, the Calder Cup finals. So they are on their elimination game. Hartford needs to win the next three games basically to get out of this one. So um, when, when that happens, I'll probably break that down. But, you know, our guys are making moves over there. The the team, you know, the team is going to lose some pieces, but hopefully they lose them to the Rangers. I hope we get some of those guys, and I hope that, you know, we can make this happen. I think that this team is a lot better than we showed in the playoffs this year, and I think it's mostly because we tried to rely on these legacy players and thought that Patrick Kane was going to guide us to the Stanley Cup, you know, and obviously that was not in the cards, and that is not the case. So we can dwell on it. We can be mad about it. You can do whatever you want, but at the end of the day, we still love this team, we love this organization, and we just need to keep moving forward, you know? It's going to be what it is until it's not. So I I hope that you guys all have a great week. Sorry that you can't watch your Rangers play in the Stanley Cup, but, you know, let's, uh, let's keep the morale high and let's just keep moving. So as always, just remember, it's not over till it's over. No quit, in ego we trust, and let's go Rangers.